0: Boom! Four-star wide receiver, Makai White, commits to Maryland. Let's talk about it on Locked On Terps. You are a Locked On Terps, your daily podcast on the Maryland Terps. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, what's up, everyone? I'm Trey Moore. Host of Locked On Terps, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making us part of your day. Please like and subscribe. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. So in case you missed some news, which you probably didn't, Makai White, the four-star wide receiver out of Virginia, just committed to Maryland and is a huge pickup to the Terps' 2024 class. He's ranked as the seventh-ranked player in Virginia, and he is a four-star according to rivals. He went. He's from the same area as former Terp wide receiver who actually went off to the NFL in Torrey Smith. I saw a couple of tweets from Torrey Smith actually congratulating Makai White and we're super excited to have Makai White part of the class he was a big play waiting to happen last year he had 37 receptions for 1019 yards and 18 touchdowns but I'm not gonna lie to you guys the competition he was playing wasn't great the cornerbacks couldn't stick with him at all and a lot of the guys look small out there. They looked a little bit slow. But nonetheless, we're not going to take away from what he did. 37 reception for 1,000 yards is amazing nonetheless. Because if you look at a lot of high school and a lot of high school wide receivers, it's really hard to put up 1,000 yards no matter what the competition you're playing, whether it's a quarterback problem, whether it's an offensive line problem. But he was able to do it and Right now, he is just more athletic and bigger than everyone. He's one of the biggest wide receivers in the class in terms of height. He's 6'3", 180, but I think he can definitely get stronger um, to make it harder for him to guard. He's going to add weight for sure. And that's going to help because he's supposed to be an early enrollee, actually, in the spring. So he should be joining the team early. The nutrition staff will get their hands on him quick. And he'll be a much harder player to guard. He'll be harder to press when he's stronger. Um, and Coach Brewer, the Maryland wide receiver coach, I saw him tweeting out. He's excited to have Makai White. But Coach Brewer is an amazing developer of talent. He does a great job developing wide receivers at Maryland. Uh, But at the end of the day, you can't teach his size and athleticism. And so Coach Brewer is going to do a great job of developing him into something special. And the Maryland 2024 class rose up the rankings on 247 and rivals went up a couple of spots in the rankings. But we're not done yet. We're up to 18 commitments, and we do have five four stars according to rivals but he is definitely by far right now the best rated wide receiver in our 2024 class and we didn't really have a standout wide receiver yet in the 2024 class and not really in the 2023 class either. I think coach Loxy's done a great job of bringing in transfers for wide receiver, but it's also done a really good job of recruiting that position if you look at Shalik Knox and Octavian Smith Jr in the 2022 class. So I'm surprised that we haven't had any four stars yet in the 2023 class in terms of wide receivers, but those guys are hard to get. But Makai White's offer list was large to say the least. He held over 60 offers, including some from Georgia, Auburn, LSU, Penn State, but it came down to Maryland and Virginia Tech and Michigan. Michigan was the heavy lead for a while, so... I was a little bit skeptical like a week ago. I was like, can we get this kid? It looks like he wants to go to Michigan because the crystal ball did have him like 70% to Michigan, but Coach Loxley and the rest of the recruiting staff made up ground, which is amazing. Um, But this is what I want to read this quote of what he said. I felt more comfortable at Maryland than I did at other schools, White said. Maryland is the right fit for me, and it feels like home. And I think that's exactly what the culture of Maryland has started to develop towards. We're going towards a program that might not have the most NIL money, might not be the best program yet in terms of players, but we're going to get there. We're definitely going up the ranks right now. But this is a program that players enjoy being part of. I talked about it yesterday in the podcast with Talia when he was offered $1.5 million by some SEC school, he claimed, to leave. But he said, why would I want to leave when I'm happy here? That's what the program is building. And once we become better and continue to bang out these top-rated recruiting classes and keep getting these guys in the area, that's all going to come together and it's going to look really amazing. And we're just getting better, man. And I think when you watch this kid on film, he has great hands. That's the number one thing that sticks up out to you. He's 6'3 so he can go up and get it. Um a lot of the guys are smaller than him and they're going to continue to be smaller than him in the Big 10 even which you can't see for say for every guy that's a receiver that goes into college but the DBs are going to be smaller smaller than him. They're going to be about 6'5 five, eleven, six foot, 5'11", 6'1. This guy's definitely be on the larger side of things. So I expect that to carry on to college where he's able to go up and get the ball. And I think he has good speed. It said his 40 time was a 464. Four. I'm not sure how accurate it is, but I expect when he gets to Maryland, he'll get faster. And I think some parts of his game that need work right now is definitely the route running. I think Coach Brewer will absolutely work on that number one. I want to see him put his foot in the ground a little bit harder and have a little bit more crispy routes, but also that goes with his route tree. He didn't run the most complex route tree, but you could say that for a lot of guys in high school, a lot of it was just go routes, slant routes, and post routes, and because he's more talented and then everyone else that's able to work for now, but at Maryland they're going to run him with a more diverse route tree if he wants to play and I think he will play right away. I don't I think he does have developing and that he has a ton of upside but I think he also can play right away. And that's a perfect medium you want to be with a player. You want to be able to grow a ton, but also be ready to play early, which I do think he will. I think he'll get reps as a freshman. I'm not sure what the wide receiver room will look like then. I expect Shalik Knox and Octavian Smith um, and Ty Felton to be the leaders by then of the room. But I do think he can maybe be a fourth, fifth wide receiver, rotate in with those guys, especially when we're up. Even in key moments, Coach Loxley likes to give a lot of the players time, so I do think he'll be able to do that. But like I said, he's not super twitchy or elusive right now, not the best route runner, but he's a go-up-and-get-it type of player. And he's hard to bring down. He's hard to tackle because of his size, and that will become even more of a thing when he becomes stronger for sure. But he did also play um, a DB in high school, and he did show a lot of flashes there. I think last year he had two interceptions. Um, So he could have been recruited probably as a DB also. I think you could throw him over at safety with that size and speed, and he'd be a really good player too. But it's definitely going to be wide receiver for him. Um, let's see what else here. This is a quote that he said, another quote. He said, Maryland is a great program and great at developing wide receivers, White said. Coach Locks is really taking that program to another level and will be competing for national championships soon, which is super interesting. I'm not ready to say that we're going to be competing for national championships, but what he said about the developing wide receivers is absolutely super true. You look at Rakeem Jarrett. You look at Stephon Diggs from a while ago. You look at DJ Moore. We definitely could be considered one of the best college programs in the country at developing wide receivers and that's showing up in recruiting. It's showing up on the field. I think the difference between Michigan and Penn state and Ohio state compared to us is more in the trenches, which I'll talk about a little bit more later. I think it's less on the skill position. I think the skill positions we can match up with those teams, especially Penn state and Michigan, but Can we match up on the defensive offensive line? Not right now, but in terms of recruiting wide receivers, we are doing that very well. And Makai White shows that. And he's already started to recruit some of the uncommitted guys in the 2024 class, such as Jalen Harvey, which we'll have a whole segment about him later. Um, Ernest Willer, who's a highly coveted defensive end prospect, which we'll also talk about. They're both four stars and that's exactly what it takes. It takes players, multiple players in the class to recruit the other guys that are uncommitted to the 2024 class or whatever class it may be. That's how you start to build a really good class. Um, And Ryan Howerton, the four-star offensive lineman that committed to Maryland, is doing a lot in the recruiting. He's doing a ton on Twitter, and I'm going to talk to you about that next After this short message from Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs makes you look good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dogs fist this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khakis, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter the promo code locked on college for a free white tech hat with your order that's birddogs.com slash locked on college or promo code locked on college for a free white tech hat you won't have you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you all right. So now we're back, and let's talk about Ryan Howerton, the four-star Rivals tackle, was super happy, excited. You could tell the energy on Twitter last night. There was a ton of tweets going out about Mikai White. Howerton, just to give you guys a little bit of background, if you don't know much about him, he's 6'4", offensive tackle, 295, from Laurel, Maryland, who committed a couple weeks ago. And so like I said, he was on Twitter last night, and he said, quote, Terps Nation, we're changing the atmosphere around here. You talked about how the class has five four-stars, including blue-chip prospect Brandon Jacobs, Dajon Williams from St. Francis, who's a really good running back, Larry Taver, who's a good DB, and Ryan Howerton, the four-star lineman, and of course, Makai White. So, Howerton says we're not done yet. And and are we done? I don't think we are. We're at 18 commitments, but I'm going to continue to give you names that Howerton said that we could potentially flip. Elijah Moore, who is from the DMV, another four-star wide receiver, but committed to FSU, who's a top 300 commit. Howerton clearly thinks we might be able to commit him Flip him from FSU, I think that'll be hard. But imagine pairing Moore and White, both 6'3 and 6'4. I don't know if you guys watched a ton of Clemson a couple years ago, but when they had T. Higgins and Justin Ross, that's what that would remind me of. Two guys that can go up and get it, two explosive playmakers. But he is committed to FSU, like I said, and FSU's doing some really good things in recruiting right now. They've gotten a couple five-stars in the last cycle. So I'd be really surprised if we would get more, maybe if he transferred down the line, maybe we could get him, but he is from good counsel, um, uh, DMV powerhouse. So those are the type of guys we want to see commit in the future years. Those high force star guys from the DMV, but could Maryland potentially flip him? Who knows? I can't tell you right now. I haven't Seen a ton of stuff about it, but I had to mention it because Ryan Howerton said it. But Moore was not the only kid Howerton mentioned that is committed, that looks like could be on flip watch to Maryland if everything goes the best that it possibly could go. Aaron Childs Jr., a four-star linebacker who actually goes to the same school as Moore in good counsel and DMV is a top 2 player in Maryland depending on where you look. 247 has him at 1, Rivals has him at 2, or vice versa. I might be getting those confused, but he's a top 2 player in Maryland no matter where you look. He's 6'3" 220 linebacker, and if Maryland could have any chance of flipping one of these guys, I think it would be a domino effect, but I doubt we can flip him. Um he's committed to Florida right now. So, he's going down south. But those are the type of guys, again, that looking at the 25 class, the 26 class, I'm hoping that Maryland is able to get. But, there's also some uncommitted guys left that could Maryland come swoop in and get that are highly recruited guys in the 2024 class to make it potentially Coach Loxley's best class yet. If you look at Jordan Seaton, Highly recruited, top 100 player in the country. Currently goes to IMG Academy, but he is from Washington, D.C., which is 20 minutes away from the University of Maryland. So you wonder, can we get him? And like I was talking about before with Michigan and Ohio State, those teams are amazing in the trenches. They always have the top offensive line. Michigan's offensive line was voted the best in the country. Ohio State had... Paris Johnson drafted. Also on the defensive line, if you think about Ohio State, a lot of people think they're defensive NU with Chase Young and the Bosa brothers and JT now and Sawyer. And then the list goes on and on. And if Maryland wants to catch some of those schools, we're going to have to do it on the defensive-offensive line. Like I said, we're already there in terms of wide receivers, in terms of skill positions, in terms of running backs. We have Roman Hemby, who's one of the leading running backs in the country. But can we get a guy – like Jordan Seton, who's a top 100 player, and get two four-star linemen in this cycle, that would be amazing. And I think that's what would transform the Maryland program even more into being a pretty good program in the Big Ten and being a middle-of-the-pack road, maybe continues to climb into, bang, we're consistently top 25 in the country. So if there's one, one place we can improve, I think that's where it is. But another four star that's a terp target is Brian Robinson. It's not looking like we get him. He's from Ohio. He's ranked as a top three hundred player, but he had a ton of other schools that it looked like we're gonna get him. It looked like it was like Maryland was less than one percent. But you never know with the two four seven crystal ball stuff or the rival stuff. Anything can really happen. It all can change so fast. But another defensive end prospect that I think is a little bit more realistic. For us to land is actually Ernest Willard Jr. Was a five-star a while ago back, but he's dropped now to four-star, but he's still a high four-star and a highly coveted guy. He has offers from all over the country, including Bama, anywhere, you name it, he has. He's 6'4", 245, but Maryland's definitely in the conversation for him. I saw that they're hot for him, but this is one of the more freakier defensive end players in the class, and if we could pair him with the guy I'm going to talk about next, Jalen Harvey, then Coach Loxley is doing some things. I don't know if we can get Willer. There's not a ton about his recruiting yet, but he's another blue-chip prospect that can play right away, and he is from the DMV area. He goes to St. Vincent Pilati in um, Baltimore, but he did go to IMG not too long ago. I think two years ago or last year, he went to IMG, so he transferred back. So you wonder if he has any connection with Jordan Seaton that would maybe potentially they come together and are like, dude, let's stay home, and we've already done our time in Florida with IMG. Let's stay home, and... Commit to the Terps, it's wishful thinking, but today is a happy podcast with the Mackay White commit coming in. So we're going to stay positive overall. But next, we're going to talk more about Jalen Harvey, who is set to announce his decision soon. We'll talk about it next after this short break. All right. We're back. So the six-two-two thirty-five 235 edge, Jalen Harvey is expected to release his top three on Friday. At first, there was talks that he would um commit on Friday. That's what I thought at first. And then different rumblings and different sources that I talked to said that it was actually just going to be his top three. And it came out on Twitter like 30 minutes ago, up to an hour ago, about. That it's just going to be his top three and he's not actually going to announce his commitment. But supposedly, it's supposed to be Maryland, USC, and Penn State. And he's been a Penn State look to be locked on 247. It was 100% Penn State if you look right now. But I'm here to tell you the fact that Maryland is still in the running and that he's taking longer. Shows me that Maryland and USC are definitely in it for sure. Because if he was ready to commit to Penn State, he would announce it on Friday. I'm hearing that his family is pushing towards Maryland. He is a local prospect. He lives in or he goes to Quince Orchard, and he's the ninth best player in Maryland. But if you watch this guy's tape, This guy is an impact player right away. Like I talked about before, if we compare him with Ernest Willer and himself, then we can have something scary on the defensive line and on the edge. That would be super exciting. Then we'd be up to about seven four-star prospects. And then I think that will be a domino effect and rub off to the 2025 class. This is just wishful thinking. But turf fans were right there. If we can just land one or two more of these guys, the program is absolutely in the right spot. We haven't had a pass rusher like Jalen Harvey or Ernest Willer in a long time. We're a guy that can be has everything. He has good hand usage. If you watch him on film, he's fast. Like he is very fast. He probably could run with the receivers. He's a little bit undersized in terms of height. Um, A lot of coaches and recruiters prefer their guys at like 6'4", 6'5", 6'3", even at the defensive end spot. He's only 6'2", but that's still plenty big enough. You can't have everything, but this guy is so explosive coming off the edge. It would be amazing if we could land him. He is the 29th ranked edge in the class, but I think he can climb higher but like i said penn state was the favorite for a while but maryland has closed the gap i think but he also made an official visit to usc and i've heard that lincoln riley is really wanted really wants him so it's really going to come come down to what he values does he want to stay home does he want to go to california broadway show with lincoln riley and usc and Caleb Williams will be gone next year, but does he want to go that route with Brawny? Hope maybe both those guys will be there, but that's where a lot of the action goes on. But that's a far away away for him to go, or does he want to stay home, or does he want to go to Penn State, which is kind of meets you in the middle? They have an awesome program, but if we can beat out a school like Penn State for a highly rated top 350 guy. On the edge, on the defensive line, shows you exactly where we need to be. If you remember a couple years ago, we lost out on Deny, Dennis Sutton, who was a four-star edge, highly recruited guy, had offers from Bama, Georgia, you name it. Penn State beat us out, and he was actually from – he went to McDonough High School in Baltimore, Maryland. But Penn State was able to beat us out for another DMV guy, And Penn State has been doing that consistently. They've been getting guys that are from the DMV a lot and beating us out, especially for the tippy-top guys. And we usually have had to settle for more of the three-star guys. But can we switch that flip? I think Ernest Willer also is considering Penn State. So I'm hoping that Maryland can switch that flip. But he did visit Maryland on June 23rd. um, And that's where we kind of picked up the ground. But... That's all for today. I'm super excited to have Makai White join the team and to beat out a team like Michigan for him. Maryland recruiting is exactly where we need to be. Thanks for listening. Tune in every day. We're here to talk Maryland sports. Please like, please subscribe, and see you next time. Thanks for listening. See you guys.